And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Tuesday, February 7th. 2023. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, that's Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Next to him, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Ayo! Hey, yo! And last but not least, making the magic happen, super producer J.D. and his protege, Eshua Kid. Hello. What's up, guys? How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Shout out to the stream team, joining us live right now on YouTube. Love to see a lot of you waiting for the show to start, hit the like button, especially while you're waiting. What else are you doing? Hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Coming away there in the stream team. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Got some new jerseys coming this Friday. They'll go live at 10 a.m. Eastern. There will only be 100 of them, and then they're gone. But we'll tell you that when we get to it on the drop. And uh, tickets still available for our live show in Salt Lake City, Friday, February 17th. At 8 p.m. at the Urban Lounge. I love those pauses. So dramatic. I was going to say the 18th for some reason. I don't know why. I've said it a million times now, February 17th, but I was hoping that graphic was going to come up. Save my ass. I heard the buttons being clicked over there. That's all right. Friday, February 17th, 8 p.m., Urban Lounge. Hit that link in the show notes if you'd like to get a ticket if you're coming to All-Star Weekend. You say a lot of dates, Skeets. You say a lot of dates. So, you know, it kind of blends together uh, i'm sure do you think a lot of people are flying to salt lake city for this all-star weekend i am <laughs> good i know five yeah. people that are at <laughs> no, least we are uh i'm guessing horse-drawn carriage is the main way to get to a salt lake city all-star game but i don't know you could ski in you could <laughs> ski in i guess you could take the lift down if you're scared of the Black Diamond course. There are many ways to get there. I heard the Donner Party cross through Salt Lake City once upon a time. Hope we don't end the same, Skeetsy. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but I'm excited to find out on Friday, February 17th. Come join us for that live show if you're in the area or if you're making that trek by by horse, by ski, by lift. Can't wait for the Donner Party. Sounds tasty. <laughs> this guy just wants to eat food, man, in Salt Lake City. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah we're like doing it. a tour. All right. Uh, okay, weird night in the NBA last night, let's be honest. We did have the Bucks winning their eighth straight game. Uh, they're on fire right now. We had Clay Thompson hitting 12 threes. We had Andre Drummond in his white T-shirt balling out for your Bulls. <laughs> it's a nice day for a white T-shirt. <laughs> and uh, we, had, uh, we had Keegan Murray... <laughs> And the Kings, they may have broken Rockets coach Steven Silas. Uh, like, he was on fire. Keegan Murray, let's get him in the three-point contest. I was thinking about that. Uh, anyway, it was like a lot of blowouts, but 
we had some fun games, and I thought we could do an edition of Is This News? Yeah, Is This News? I got headlines, some about the games last night, some about other things going on in the association. I'll read them to you, and you can tell me whether or not they're newsworthy. First one, game-related, like I said, from the NBA. Ever heard of it? Cam Thomas makes Nets franchise history in career-high 47-point performance. Did come in a loss. But Cam Thomas, 47, we watched it on playback. Was it newsworthy to you (laughs) in the moment? The man is a bucket. It is entirely true. Even going back to last year, his rookie year, he was a bucket then. And I guess going back to his LSU days, I'm not familiar with him back then. But we talked about it when Kevin Durant went down Mm -hmm. because they sort of lacked, you know, besides Kyrie, when he was there, that top-end talent to score the ball. They got a lot of grinders. We said here, get Cam Thomas in the game. Mm-hmm. We should be an NBA coaching staff, obviously. <laughs> uh, but the guy just can score. It was a marvelous watch on playback. Otherwise, the night, yeah, a little bit of a dud, let's mm-hmm. be honest. But we had two teams. We'll get to the Dallas Mavericks and the Brooklyn Nets that were trying to show a lot of guys on on those rosters trying to show that we need playing time. We should deserve playing time with, you know, Kyrie moving obviously and Spencer Dinwiddie moving from Dallas and Cam Thomas showing that he could and uh it was a nice nice little show there that he put on. Nice little show by the Nets broadcast to show Cam Thomas's monstrous legs and his <laughs> tree trucks, his ups when he's when he gets up. A, you you would have loved it, JD. A beautiful little package, a beautiful little highlight package of Cam Thomas just getting into his shots. Cameras on the floor showing you how high he gets off the floor, not showing you if the ball goes in. Just over and over, five, six, seven jumps of Cam Thomas getting in the air. You know I love it. It was marvelous. <laughs> well, really it was nice. marvelous. The guy could score, obviously. And uh, he was going for it, baby. It's too bad he didn't get 50. Let's be honest. Yeah, he has now scored 91 points in the Nets' last two games, though. Uh, and in doing so, Cam became the second youngest player in NBA history to score back-to-back 40-point games. 44 against the Wizards, 47 against the Clippers in the loss last night. There's the graphic going around. LeBron had him beat by, uh, what is that, 24 days? Something like that. Um, So pretty impressive. He was asked about that, though. Like the idea, like him joining LeBron as the youngest players in NBA history to like uh, score that many points in consecutive games. He said, that's great company. I'm a Kobe guy, though. So if you said Kobe, I would have been a little more excited. <laughs> this guy. This guy, man. Uh, but what do you think, Trey? Um, it did come in a loss. I mean, the Clippers down the stretch took care of business. The experience yes. coming through. Um, but was this uh, you know, news? This is noteworthy here, what Cam Thomas has done over these last two. Hey, if you're a franchise history leader, that's impressive, even if it is for the Nets. That's crazy to me that that is the history, though, for the Nets. Like, Kevin Durant didn't do it. Dr. J. Julius Irving didn't do it. John Williamson didn't do it. Todd McCullough didn't do it. Yeah. Dikembe Mutombo, Keith Van Horn, all these guys. Uh, but no, last night he was him, Thomas, and it was a guys being dudes kind of night. Unfortunately, until the end when they turned back into guys. Fourth quarter, <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn had ten makes and seven turnovers, and it basically was the Cam Thomas show. Like he was at 41, I think, when we really started clocking if he's going to get the 50, and the Clippers just double teamed him yeah. every time trying to get the ball out of his hands. Struggled a little bit with the double teams. Took some really, really tough shots trying to get to 50. And eventually just kind of got out of rhythm, unfortunately. So didn't finally get there. But, man, it was really, really fun to watch. And if you're a Nets fan, you got to be thinking between getting Dinwiddie back and Cam Thomas kind of seizing the opportunity here, at least you can replace 
Kyrie Irving scoring between those two guys. Like, mm-hmm. you can get to 27 points a game a night from Dinwiddie and Cam. So, definitely encouraging. Would have been nice to come through with the dub, though. Yep. Uh, at Worldwide Wob, have a great tweet I thought last night about Cam. He said, I've been on this app long enough to know Cam Thomas is going to be NBA Twitter's new favorite player by the end of the week. <laughs> he was tweeting this sort of during the game. Here's why. He's a microwave scorer, of course. Extremely memeable, uh, Worldwide Wob points out. Uh, he has that MJ never had to guard me confidence. <laughs> and he's already got a signature quote in the ain't shit funny when he was asked why don't you smile and there were a couple grins last night uh you know even when at halftime i think as he was going to the locker room broke one out there and even later in the game but uh i think wob's right he's uh he's a obviously he's 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 a torch type player man guy's on fire right now and uh he was hitting some insane shots in this game that one one legged off balance going cross sort of the free throw lane he hit that one late um but as the doubles came it was you saw like the lack of experience in just dealing with doubles in the nba it's like he's probably never seen this in the nba and it was like Kawhi and paul george yeah as well they're like this is ridiculous we gotta stop this and they ended up stopping it which was a smart move honestly from Ty Lue because it was either cam thomas scoring or get him to pass the ball and it's going to be a turnover yeah. from somebody else and that's kind of what it was for the Nets down the stretch. Yeah, it felt like he shot 50 times to get those 47 points. It was 29 in the end, mm-hmm. 7-11 from 3 scorching out there. Uh could have been a lot more if they, you know, didn't double, <laughs> but he was shooting every time. Seemed like he was a little tired in the in those mm-hmm. legs. Uh yeah, that that shot where he went across the body. You remember uh that young reporter asked Russell Westbrook about his cool moves and how he was facing the opposite way and threw his body the other way. Like he was, he literally wasn't facing the rim. He just, he was just feeling it. And the Clippers not feeling it. I think the Clippers got to worry about getting another guard to help out Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. They obviously went for Kyrie Irving. It didn't happen. Uh, But you know, that offense, uh, they should have, they should have smacked the nets, but they just lack a guy who can get to the rim. There's a, I know we joked recently about them getting free throws, but they don't enough because they don't have another guy that can get to the rim. So they got to be worried, and they'll be active here. 53 hours to go uh, mm. to, to try and get – they don't have the assets, I guess, to get, to get a Kyrie Irving, I suppose. I still like that package, but a, a lesser point guard. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. Clippers did win for their eighth time in 10 games and finished their little road trip here on the East Coast 4-2. and two. So – Overall, yeah. good. You know, maybe some of these games a little closer than you would have liked. This one against a very depleted Nets team, the one they had to pull out of their ass against the Knicks, but still uh, putting together the dubs there, and we'll see if they make a move here in the next couple days. All right, let's keep it going. Associated Press, they got the headline. Josh Green, Jaden Hardy, help the Mavs surprise the Jazz, 124-111, without Luka. There are a lot of guys. TK, is this news? I'll say semi-news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mavs were winless without Luka, though... I'll say he sprained his ankle three minutes into the game against the Phoenix Suns. They went on to win that game. Doesn't count as a without Luka game, but it kind of is. Mm. But here's why it's news. Josh Green had such a good game that we're seeing kind of why the Mavs were okay putting Dorian Finney-Smith into the deal for Kyrie Irving. They're similar players. Josh Green's a little bit shorter, a little bit less weight, not quite as stout of a guy. He's maybe more of a wing than DFS can kind of guard the stretch fours. I think Dorian Finney-Smith, a more willing three-point shooter, but Josh Green's a better transition player, and he's shooting well uh, from three this year, maybe a more versatile offensive player as well. I don't know. He's also seven years younger and also on a really team-friendly deal. Like yeah. Dorian Finney-Smith on a great contract. Josh Green makes him 
looked like an extravagant luxury. So I thought it was good for the Mavs to get a win without Luka, without Kyrie, obviously. They're a very depleted team after the trade. But to get that win and to see Josh Green step into that role and do a lot on offense, I think was big uh, for Mavericks. Totally. The supporting cast of the Mavs showing that they are viable around top-end talent. They're missing top-end talent last night, but you get those guys in, in Kyrie and Luka, and you have Green grinding as a secondary creator he looked pretty good pretty confident mm-hmm. footwork looking good tiny they're going to be tiny if he starts alongside uh Kyrie and uh Luca yeah he's 6-5 um so there'll be some problems they're going to outscore trying to outscore teams but you know take it a step further Reggie Bullock looked pretty good in the starting lineup Dwight Powell Oh, he was a monster. Showing promise. Eight offensive rebounds, yes. 16 boards total, which I think is a career high for him. Yeah, watching this yeah. game back, those guys looked like uh, they you know, they want to vie for spots. They mm-hmm. want to play. Uh, it was a guys being dudes uh, sort of scenario. They want to play around Luka and Kyrie. So you got to be excited if you're the Mavs. When, when you look at that, you know, quick snapshot, they do lack a little depth. They are going to be looking for a wing just because of the height problem. For, to replace Dorian Finney-Smith's uh, height. I'm sure they're looking for a wing right now uh, as we speak. But the pieces are there. They're there, but they, they're a little thin. But, uh, yeah, Josh Green, baller. And Hardy, 29 points as well uh, for the Mavericks. I thought the most glaring difference after we signed off a playback, I was watching this one, without Luka, how fast this Mavericks team played without him. I mean, Luka like, is like, you know, everything goes through him. And it's like a slow, methodical play. I mean, that there that's when you get into like your Harden comparisons, like how they play. It's just, I'm going to dictate the pace. It's obviously going to go through me, and we're just not going to play all that fast and loose and wild. That wasn't the case last night. I mean, the Mavericks, 27 to 4 fast break points uh, with these guys pushing it. 24 to 12 in second chance points. Big part of that, Dwight Powell, who was a monster at getting the offensive rebounds. It was just different. It was a nice like little switch up. And I wonder if kids should lean into that when Luka is not out there and play a couple of these lines where you can change the style of the game. Um, But this was a really, really good win, and this was a bunch of guys being dudes, just like the Nets who came up short, especially for me and our pick'em. But uh, that was a perfect example of that uh, that Trey Kirby line that I really hope sticks. Just I think it's guys good. being yeah, yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, uh, it's, it's tough when they turn back into guys at the yeah, end. Yeah, is what happened for Brooklyn and didn't happen for Dallas. But you're right. Kyrie's a guy who pushes the pace. Yeah, he plays pretty. He plays a lot faster compared to Luca. So surely they'll play at Luca speeds uh, when he's on yeah. the court, and Kyrie can thrive playing alongside him. And then when it's Kyrie time, you can push the pace a little. Get Josh Green out there. Get Jaden Hardy. We'll see. I mean, who knows? Jaden Hardy's had a couple of big games. Yep. I feel similar to him as I do with Cam Thomas. Like. Scouting report ain't out yet. We'll see what you do when teams actually adjust sure. and have to give you some focus. But nine for nine at the free throw line, four threes, you got to love it. Yeah, just spot minutes in the playoffs, even if he's earned trust from Jason Kidd. That's, I guess, all yep. you can really hope for from Jaden Hardy. But also, J- Jason Kidd must look out there and be like, yeah, they're playing like me a little bit. I mean, just to, to get up and down yeah. a little bit more. And, and apparently, Kyrie not modeled his game after Jason Kidd, but really love Jason Kidd growing yeah, up. Yeah. That's I, I don't know if that's just the reports coming out here after Kyrie's yeah, traded. I've heard that, yeah. yeah I've never heard that before. But anyway, I don't know if I'm going conspiracy theory, but <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay Kidd must be loving it, watching it out there. I feel, uh, I feel like when I was playing with Todd McCullough out there, because Todd McCullough <laughs> loved to get up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah that's the first guy I the think of when I think of uh, high-tempo basketball. He wanted to. He's just too big. He wanted to play like he played pinball. There it is. Banging around. <laughs> 
Best Canadian, best Canadian pinballer in NBA history. In pinball history, probably. Probably <laughs> true. Wow. Yeah. I don't know Very about that well second part. Be. Anyway, those headlines were from the past. Let's look to some headlines uh, in the future here, because I'm talking about the athletic coming through with LeBron Nears' all-time scoring record ahead of the game versus OKC. That is tonight. <laughs> That's news. 36 points from passing Kareem's nearly 39-year-old record of 38,387 career points. This is news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. You're going to stay up and watch this? It's going to be very late. Is it 10 p.m. start, Tass? Are you going to stay up Absolutely. and watch potential history live? I, I, I need to watch it live. Okay. I, I don't want to absorb the moment after the fact. I'm, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, you got to Get it up. done. Get it done the first half, though. That'd be nice. Oh, you think he gets it done tonight? in the first half? No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking him to do it. I mean, please. Please. <laughs> that would be awesome. I stayed up for the Grammys on Sunday night. I don't want to I don't want to do it Why two or three nights. Why did you do that to yourself? Yeah, it's a mistake. <laughs> I just got, I got roped. Uh, anyway. Obviously, yeah, incredible news. News here. The man is playing in his 20th season. Sometimes it's just easy to forget. 19 of his 20 seasons, 25 plus points. Uh, that rookie year was a bad one, but yeah, you got a, a, just 20.9. Didn't hit 21. Uh, and uh, here he is. You think he does it tonight? Obviously, he has OKC tonight, and then the next game is on Thursday, TNT versus the Bucks at home. Yeah, OKC is tiny, and I think LeBron will be comfortable going at that rim. I think that'll help. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So those are easy, I mean, that, easy look, points. Look, he obviously could do it. Uh, LeBron has scored over 36, I don't know, probably 200 times in his career. Nine times idea. this season. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, but it's slowed down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit. I mean, Davis you could back. see him having yeah. like a 25, 26-point night setting up for Thursdays where he needs 10 in the first quarter and or in the second quarter or whatever, and he gets it there. I mean, that's sort of where if – I'm, if I'm guessing, I don't think he does it tonight. I think he comes up just short to set up Thursday. But what do you think, TK? All right, you talked me into it. I was feeling this morning, it's over. Okay. It's Jover tonight, but uh, I don't know. Now I'm thinking it's going to be Anthony Davis has a 30-20, and 20 and LeBron goes for a triple-double, setting it up to steal back the spotlight from NBA trade deadline day on Thursday. We'll be talking trades all day. Right. Talking about teams, players moving yep. left, right, coast to coast. And then at night, we'll talk about actual basketball because LeBron passes <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with a skyhook. Mm. Oh, yes. He was seen practicing that, was he not? Yes. In, in yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, uh, indeed. There are some crazy bets going around right now. Like, obviously, you can bet on this. Um, just some fun ones I pulled for you guys. Tell me where you'd lay your money. Uh, how will <laughs> LeBron break the record? Two-point shot. That's the odds-on favorite. Minus 170. Three-point shot. Plus 275. Or a free throw. Plus 340. <laughs> Is it anticlimactic and happen at the line? Uh, I mean, it's what? It Kobe, uh, when did, who did Kobe pass? Was that MJ? No. Kobe hit a free throw that was like one of his big ones. Yeah, I can't remember be. what it was for. But anyway, it was like, uh, what do you think he does? You got, you like you see a skyhook here from LeBron and <laughs> Dunk? Mean, betting can be gross, but if you bet on a free throw, that's even more <laughs> disgusting. Plus 340, people Plus see the odds there. Plus 340, it's not bad. You yeah, can, uh, like that, an and one maybe to put him over the top, man. Jeez. It's not gonna be a three. First, he's not stroking it all that well. Second, I don't think he wants to do that. He's gonna do it emphatically. <laughs> I think the skyhook is gonna happen. Okay. Wow. Really? Why not? I mean, he'll, he'll, try. he'll try. I it. think he'll try it. But what if he skyhooks all game? How about this one? We talked about this on playback a little bit last night. How long will the game be paused after LeBron breaks the record? So it's uh, the time is from the stoppage after the bucket to the next play. <laughs> Over under is set at four and a half minutes. 
I'm a big over. You're a big I'm over. I'm a big over. I saw a quote from Rob Polinka said, we'll make the celebration as big as we can. We always do. Huh. I've taken the over on nine and a half minutes. Ten yeah, minutes yeah. stoppage time here. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so you're easily hitting the four oh, and a yeah, half yeah, over. Yeah. I just want to know what are they going to do? Video tribute? Show every one of his points. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would assume there'll be something like that. Kareem is Kareem's in the Kareem's in the building tonight, and he's going to be there on Thursday, apparently. If he needs to be. If he needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not coming Thursday otherwise. Uh, <laughs> Gotta watch girls. So a photo well, op with Kareem. Yeah, photo op. He's going to get on the mic. LeBron is. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think there's Kareem a video too. package. There's... Cool Lakers jersey with a big number on it. Yeah. 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 I guess that's four minutes. Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. I would hit. I would hit the over on this. This is LeBron James. <laughs> this is LeBron. It is the scoring yeah. title. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be lengthy. Uh, who will LeBron thank first after breaking the record? Uh, the odds-on favorite plus one twenty-five. God, first. This is first. Okay. Okay. So this is the mic has been handed to LeBron. He thanks God first. Teammates plus two fifty. Mom plus four fifty. Wife plus four fifty. Coaches down there. Children down there. Any other person, maybe us, plus fourteen hundred. <laughs> I mean, the the field bet is interesting. Yeah, field bet's pretty interesting. Could he thank Kareem? He could yeah. thank Kareem first. I, uh, like I would put my board. money on. I would put down two bets here on mom and wife. Yeah. I think will be first on the list for LeBron. Wow. <laughs> Man, I feel like teammates. I. I, I... I want to thank Lonnie Walker the fourth for being here. I just want to thank the guys. I don't know if that counts <laughs> for being dudes. <laughs> I want to thank Max Christie. I said, Rob, do not trade this guy. He needs to be there. He wants to see it. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Tass, you got to read on that one. No, I don't. No. no. I, I I like teammates in the field though. Teammates is just sort of a you know a go-to standard. When in doubt, thanks. To everybody for passing me the ball every single time. I'd go. The field is a good one, though. Field, the field is a good one. It could be somebody out of left field. You know, it could be. Could thank Rich Paul. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe Nike. Who knows? Well, there'll be, there's going to be a Nike commercial, right? Yep, Lined yep, up, yep, yep. ready to go. Mm. I don't know. Does that count during? The, does that count as part of the break? Sounds like it. You said it's from stop of game to play. That's a commercial break. Wow. Probably Holy. two minutes plus on that commercial. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, I guess we'll find out, maybe tonight or Thursday, how the NBA plans to uh, honor LeBron here when he breaks this record. Uh, Silver has also implied that uh, they're going to do something at All-Star Weekend uh, to to celebrate LeBron having the all-time record. Okay, next one here. Um, Let's take it to the business section of the newspaper. (laughs) I I looked in the the New York Times here today. Uh, NBA owners approve. Matt Ishbia's purchase of the Suns and the Mercury Trey is this news. Oh, this is definitely news. Because he's got a new owner yep. for a team that seems like they're going to be active at the trade deadline. So it's kind of the first test. Patience for Matt Ishbia or fireworks mm. for Matt Ishbia. There were reports that the Raptors were lurking around the Suns recently, scouting out all their players. Obviously, these two teams have been involved in trade negotiations, it seems like. Phoenix is the only team in the league right now who has no picks incoming or outgoing. So clean slate for them if they want to make a move. And obviously the Suns have had a pretty decent run here uh, the past couple of seasons since Chris Paul showed up. So I can't imagine Matt Ishbia wants to come in 
to a team that's on the downslope. He probably wants a team that's going to be competitive after paying billions of dollars to buy it. So with Jay Crowder's situation unresolved still at this point, you got Chris Paul with a partial guarantee next season, unguaranteed for the 24-25 season. They've got pieces to move with a new owner. Is he going to be a splashy guy? Wouldn't be a surprise if so. So that's why I think this is news because you got a new decision maker at the top of a team who needed to make some decisions. Yep. Yeah, and a new start for the organization. I'm sure a lot of people inside and outside the organization just uh, extremely happy with this new fresh start for them. The Robert Sarver Sarver era is over. And uh, also news because the vote which took place. Yeah, so the NBA's Board of Governors, they have to approve the sale, so they do their vote, like you're saying. The vote was 29 to 0 in favor, obviously, of Matt Ishbia uh, and, and approving the sale for the Suns and the Mercury. 29 Okay. <laughs> I thought at first, okay, they didn't vote then. I know, isn't that a little weird? Maybe the, maybe the, <laughs> maybe the Suns didn't vote, but yeah, they did. They did. It was the Cavs who abstained from the vote. <laughs> yeah, this is some real succession type shit here. Hey, uh, the Cavs are owned by Dan Gilbert, who runs Rocket Mortgage. Ishbia owns United Wholesale Mortgage. And the two companies are considered not only the, the top largest mortgage lenders in America, but they have a fierce rivalry. These two. Yeah, so, this, so Gilbert's like, ah, I'm not voting. I hate that guy. I hate that, that mortgage lender. This is literally news. <laughs> yeah. Because re- reading about it last night, this is a, a beef yeah. in the newspapers. Mortgage beef. Mortgage beef. <laughs> Quite the beef. Between weird rich they guys. They go back. Uh, you laughed at me when I brought it up on playback. And yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't believe it. Oh, well, I didn't weird. think I was watching HBO. <laughs> so, yeah, it's shocking. Yep. Uh, but we'll see, yeah, what uh, Ishbia does here coming in. And whether even the Suns over the last bit have been like, yeah, have there been trades lined up, like what you were saying, TK, over the last couple of days, but it's like sort of wait, wait, wait until the big boss man is here to sort of sign off on these. <laughs> Not the big boss man from uh, WWE. Yeah, I heard him too. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> He's got his night stick coming in. Oh, house. Night Court is back. I saw that. What's wrong with that? Everything. Yeah, but... <laughs> Everything except Elf. Why is an Elf back in a remake? Oh, Alf. Alf. I think you said Elf. You... <laughs> it's like, I mean... That's uh, my Canadian in accent. February. That's a weird time for it. Everything. Yeah, I didn't know we were coming for a John Larroquette renaissance. Oh, he's killing it. He's back, baby. They offered him a lot of money, he said. What's that one, Aaron? And it's actually successful. It's successful. Really? What's it? A lot on? more. It's the most successful sitcom Scott? reboot in a long time. How do you know that? <laughs> you just, now, you read the news? Re- Is this news? Yeah. <laughs> I was it's, in the business section. It's kicking ass. What's it on? I don't know. It's on. It's, <laughs> it's on, killing it. It's on a couple. Don't know how to watch it. It's Night on a couple. Court. I think it's a Paramount yeah. CBS joint or okay. Paramount NBC yeah. joint. No, that doesn't make sense. It's 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 one of those. All right. You Can know. confirm. It's doing well. It Thank is. Doing All right. I mean, I. I but, it's okay. doing really okay. well. But I don't really know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like uh, between six and seven million viewers. That's fantastic per episode. Stream yeah, and it's and cable. I, and it's on. Oh, it's on the, the over the air. Oh, double. I I didn't think it was, but I, I mean, yeah. I'm saying six seven million people watching. I, I didn't know is. about it till I read the article that you're talking. An article, yeah, about how well it's. And so doing. who's and so who would you say is back? John Larroquette. John Larroquette. I think yeah. he's the only one. Only yeah. one. Yeah, I think Harry T. Stone, uh, his uh, <laughs> his actual daughter, 
is the judge. She she actually has Don't a role. Look at in me, it. man. I have no idea. His, his daughter has a role. <laughs> What's her name? Mary, Mary P. Stone. <laughs> I don't know, but she is actually in it as well. Right. The late Harry T. Stone, not in it. Right. R.I.P. Let's get Elf back on the airwaves. Okay, uh, final one here. I should have started with this. ESPN, headline, yesterday. Furkan Korkmaz requests trade from the 76ers. Is this news or an onion headline? I had no idea that Furkan Korkmaz also requested a trade years ago. This is the <laughs> second time, but the first time, Sixers said, nah, you're sticking around. You're not going anywhere. And, and actually, his role increased. He signed a three-year, $15 million deal. Yep. This is year two of that deal, and he's had enough. Well, he's not playing at all, right? No. I mean, he's, he's been played buried. in 25 games this year, and over the last stretch, he's basically a garbage time dude. He's played in three of their last 12 games, less than three minutes each game. So he is not seeing the floor, which I'm not saying is bad. I mean, he's a fine player, but obviously they got some uh, good rotations going on right now in the with the 76ers and what Doc's doing. Um, but this one was pretty funny. Everybody wanted an emergency pod to discuss <laughs> Furkan wanting out of Philly. Will they appease him here at TK? Who wants him? Who wants a Furk? <laughs> I would trade a top 59 protected pick for Furkan Korkmaz. Okay. 100%. He struggled the last couple of years, but from 19 to 21. About a 40% three-point shooter. That's pretty exciting, man. That's pretty <laughs> exciting. He moves. You can combine Furkan Korkmaz with Matisse Thibel. You can get you a Derek Favors. <laughs> Add him up. You can get a Derek Favors, man. That'd be crazy. Uh, uh, somebody should take a chance on Korkmaz. Yeah? Yeah. He's only blew my mind. He's only 25. Yeah. I thought he shocking. was so much older. <laughs> I thought he was, like, maybe in his 30s. <laughs> like, honestly, I couldn't believe it. What? He's 25? Yep. 25 and a half, just over. <laughs> well, 200 days. Yeah, just over. <laughs> two-thirds of the way. <laughs> 25 and two-thirds, he tells his friends at school. Uh, do you think we see him moved here in the next 48 hours? I don't know. Why would they? <laughs> Why not keep him around? Well, like for... Trey said, I guess if you get a pick or something. Why keep him around? He doesn't play at all. They got a lot of guys. He can, come, he can literally have a 15-point quarter. I yeah, guess yeah, Niang yeah. would be their first choice and Daniel House would be their second choice. Trade him too? They got yeah. they got some moves to make. I yeah, think the they Sixers could package do. if they wanted. But... Korkmaz is a Bulls killer. He's absolutely a Bulls killer. Most points per game he averages is against the Bulls. Wow. They need three-point shooting. Sixers need a backup center. You want Andre Drummond back? Oh, wow. He's the best backup center they've had behind Embiid. We'll get to that in a little bit later. Okay. These trade deadline okay. questions. Okay. okay, well that's all the headlines I got for Miles you. Miles Reed, can you give him a juicy, the Wolves a that's juicy a nice, package? That's a nice one. Uh, also, just wanted to confirm, uh, I believe it's pronounced Melissa Roche is the uh, the judge in the new Night Court. She was on uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> FYI, and she plays the daughter of Harry T. Stone. So no, um, what was his name? Bull. No bull. Yeah, I think as JD said, I think it's only John Larroquette. Okay. You, you loved bull as the... Uh, loved bull, but... The bailiff. I, I'm like worried that... A, bull got canceled, and I didn't know about it. Always a possibility. <laughs> and then I'm just checking now. Bull is 80 years old. <laughs> He's 80. He takes no bull, that guy. Bull He'd be good. is 80. He's six foot eight, though. Maybe he could be a backup center for the 76. <laughs> Would you trade Holy bull crap, the that's blowing my mind. What's crazier, that Furkan is only 25, or bull from Nightcourt is 80. 
<laughs> let us know. Wow, yeah. That's, let us know down let, below. Let us know. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll have some trade deadline questions to tackle. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, still here in the Classic Factory. If you're joining us live on YouTube, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit that like button. Make sure you have subscribed. We just hit 62,000 subs on YouTube, so we are marching towards 70K and then eventually 100K, and we can get that sweet, sweet plaque. <laughs> but guys, trade deadline nearly upon us, so... You know there's going to be calls over the next 48 hours and rumors and reports and hopefully deals. But I got some questions to tackle here to get us in the mood. Tomorrow I feel like we slop it up with a bunch of hot rumors. But today the questions are, which title contender most needs to make a trade at the deadline? All right, A team that could realistically like go very, very far, maybe even win the whole thing, that you think should um, help out a need that you see and try and be aggressive here at the deadline and really, really go for it. Who you got? I think there's a bunch of them, okay. uh, but I'm going to go to the top of the Western Conference because the Western Conference feels like it's there to be taken. I think the Nuggets should go out and take it. They got to improve their bench. They absolutely have to improve their bench. They killed it in the offseason, um, and now they need to go get a backup slanter slash backup wing. And uh, I'm still buying the trade of... Bones Highland, their young, promising backup guard to the Minnesota Timberwolves, where he would be reunited with Tim Connolly in their front office, the guy who drafted him for Nas Reed, who they could overpay as a backup uh, center. Pay the man. He's going to get paid a lot this offseason. And potentially somebody like Torian Prince. They would have to get a third team involved, but I like that. Nas Reed and Torian Prince on the Nuggets bench makes them a real strong contender in the Western Conference. It's there to be taken. We see the Grizzly struggle. We see Steph Curry out. Mm-hmm. Go get it, Nuggets. You could be in the NBA Finals if uh, you have a stronger bench and the, the Nikola Jokic minutes 
where he is on the bench are just a little bit stronger. Nasri's been balling this year. He can be so good as a, as a backup big. He, they, they could play together at times, and I don't think they want to pay him in Minnesota with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns there. They've been talking about the extension, but I think he's going to demand too much, and he should demand too much. He's been balling this year. So him and Prince, get him to Denver. To piggyback off of that, our guy Blake Murphy at Sportsnet had a big article on potential Raptors trades, or people send them in, or other writers send them in, and he discusses them. One of them was OG Ananobi going to the Nuggets. Thad Young, Kem Birch from the Raps. So OG, Thad, Kem for Michael Porter Jr. and Bones Highland. No picks because they do not have a lot, so it's not a pick-based sort of uh, competition going back to the Raptors. Not doing it if okay. I'm the Raps. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay. just... OG Ananobi has missed some time. Michael Porter Jr.'s back is a huge <laughs> question. Five years, $180 million deal yeah, on that guy, too. Yeah, too risky. Okay, okay. Just throwing it out there. That was fun, though. <laughs> Thanks. Keep, keep throwing up the, spread, <laughs> the spreadsheet cues. We got 53 more hours of them. <laughs> they are a great OG Ananobi spot. Like, totally. OG on the Nuggets... That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, if they had picks? If they had picks, yeah, because yeah, I would be worried about the MPJ contract as well. It's easier to do when he's in the building, right? And they're like, we just got to extend him, sign him to the big deal, which the Nuggets did. But, yeah, their bench is Bones, Christian Brown, Jeff Green, Vlakar Chanchar, and Zeke Naji. Like, that's pretty risky to go into the playoffs with that as your bench. I'm with you. That Reed and Prince. That sounds nice, yeah, actually. Yeah. Except for the fact that the Timberwolves and Nuggets may meet in the first round of the playoffs, so maybe they're not interested in helping. But those players, that's perfect. Defense and depth. Yeah. Certainly, the Nuggets need. I'm staying on the top of the Eastern Conference. I think the Celtics need to make a move. They've been the best team in the league for the majority of the season, but they still have the same problems that they had last year. They need a third big man, uh, especially considering Robert Williams's injuries to start the season. He was limping through the entirety of the playoffs last year. Al Horford ain't getting any younger. You could spell some of his minutes down the stretch. I also don't think Grant Williams has been that great this season. And the reason they got Danilo Gallinari in the offseason was because they wanted some kind of a stretch big to kind of counteract a cold shooting performance from Grant Williams. Gallo got hurt right away, and they never did anything to replace it. So I think a little help with the bench scoring and a third big man would be great. Take a look at your P.J. Washington out there. Give him a call. See if he's interested in joining up with the Celtics. I think he does similar kind of things uh, to Grant Williams, but could be a nice addition. I like that. Uh, I don't know if you still consider the Clippers a title contender. A lot of people do. I don't really, but they could shop Reggie Jackson, John Wall, Covington, Marcus Morris, um, Kennard, maybe... Maybe if they're feeling extra frisky, they could throw in a Terrence man if they see someone they really, really like and they help their chances of a title. Um, that's a lot of guys there that are very tradable contracts, could bring you know some value to other teams. Now, they're they're sort of screwed. Like the Nuggets, they don't have a lot of picks to then attach to this to really make things juicy, but they need to upgrade the Clippers do their point guard position and probably their center position like as a backup big uh, after, after Zoo goes out. So... That point guard one is the fascinating one. Do they try and get like a vet point guard to pair with Kawhi and Paul George and really go for this? Is it a Conley? Is it a Lowry? Is it a, a, a Van Vliet? Obviously a little younger than those guys. Um, there's something there. There's something there. And I think, uh, you know, with Balmer as your owner, you could they, they, they will make a move here if they can find something in putting a couple of those together to get a better player. So Clippers, do it. They yeah. always make trades. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're and, I, and they're in the, team. They're in the uh, like I said with that lineup or those uh, that that many guys. They just have too many guys. Basically, they just need to consolidate. I think a little bit, and it it might work out in their favor. Yeah, it's true. They've made a, a move every year since like. I don't know, 2018 or 2017 or something like there that. Uh, and it makes sense that the Jazz want to get younger. They'll take your prospects. Uh, the, the, you can you can entice them enough to get Mike Conley off their books, I do think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just watched Danilo Gallinari jog. I wondered if Danilo Gallinari could come back and, <laughs> and help the Boston Celtics. He put out a, a video a week ago of him rehabbing okay most of it's jogging but there's a, there's some uh sprint no that's no. good yeah that's good but, but, i've never seen him sprint uh yeah but the, the the caption is forging ahead with the rehab you know if you're jogging around the court didn't he say he wanted to be back for the yeah. playoffs when yeah. the injury happened yeah uh he's trying pretty risky pretty yeah. risky i yeah. would say to have, count on him because it was in august it's a tight timeline but yeah he doesn't sprint Looks okay doing the sidesteps, so hopefully. Uh, well, he doesn't move sideways either, so <laughs> not a lot. Problem. Not a lot. Three point line to three point line. That's yeah. all you got to do. All right, let's uh, flip this on its head here. Let's go to which team outside the playoff race should really consider trading away their players here, um, because I don't know, you know, mailing it in, leaning into a tank, just trying to get some pieces here on a lost season. Where do you want to start with, Tess? What, what team? I think it's smart to jump in on this market where. It feels like a seller's market. It feels like we're going to get deals soon. That's my opinion because there aren't a lot of teams that are selling. So I think it would make sense. Who should be a part of that market? The Wizards, to me. Hmm. Even though they're 24 and 29, they had a recent win streak. I think they should. I think they should try and... Who in, who specifically? Well, they got to trade the Coos, I think. Oh. Instead of paying him long-term cash in, even though he is currently... You know, a rental, but he's currently playing incredible ball. I don't think his reputation could ever be higher. I don't think it'll ever be higher. I think it's time to get something for him. Take a step back. They are 12th in the Eastern Conference, even though it looks on paper like they could be really, really good. Uh, I think I, I, they made this sort of the right move with Rui Achimura. You'd think that they did that to sign Kuzma long-term, mm-hmm. but they got younger a, a little bit, and I think they should continue to do that. I would. Anyway. Okay. Because even, like, best-case scenario, rest of the season. Where are they going? The, well, here's what the best-case scenario is. They make it into the playoffs as one of the lower seeds and get waxed in the first round. That's the best-case scenario, right? They, yes. Yeah, they win in the play <laughs> They get destroyed by the Celtics or Bucks or Sixers in the first round. That's the best-case scenario. <laughs> yeah. And, yes, that might, wean, might mean winning a play-in game or two or whatever. Get some gate money on that. I don't know. Whatever. But that's it. So that's... And then even moving forward, it's like, what's going to change even next year with that roster? If they stick in there, they believe somehow that Beal, Kuzma, and Porzingis is the big three. There were reports that the Heat are coming for Bradley Beal in the offseason. Miami-based reports, they really want Beal, so I'm with you. Kuzma was at the top of my list. Like, (laughs) It seems like it'll go the other way. The Wizards will probably bring him back because they do love to be in that 10 through 7 seed. Um, (laughs) But they should trade him, and they should move Beal for a nice package of picks mm-hmm. uh, come the offseason. The Raptors obviously have, like, the best players available right now, and since they're out of the playoffs as well, they should be selling. And I think it's a similar sort of scenario for the Trailblazers. Uh, they got to start shopping Josh Hart and Yusuf Nurkic. I think they could maybe get a decent, more athletic player back for them and something that kind of changes up the look of their team because 
the same sort of geometry has existed in Portland right. for half of a decade, and it ain't working. Mm-hmm. All right, final one here. I'm a big cue about the trade deadline. I think I've asked it about eight times over the last couple months, but now that we're 48 hours and change away, let's do it again. Who's going to be the biggest name traded? Who is it, Tess? It's a Raptor. It was once OGN and Obi at the top of the trade board, um, but now I think it's Fred. Really? I think it's Fred. I think he's built his value back up, eh? Oh, yeah. I think he's played really well. I think people are scouting him for a reason, and I think the Raps, even though there were reports that they offered him a, a multi-year extension in the offseason, are ready to move on from a guy who will be 30 and has had some injury problems and may want to just play for a, a championship, and I think all parties involved – uh, especially if you're the Brooklyn Nets, because there was chatter that they wanted to get a third team involved in this Kyrie deal mm-hmm. to take on Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, we talked about it yesterday on playback, and, and I, I I think the wheels were churning for sure, and they still could do it. They could go get Fred. I say that because Kevin Durant, as we were watching, was on the bench for most of the game. Then he left mm-hmm. uh, before it was over. He's checking his passport. Yeah. yeah. Am, am I playing Toronto? No, I oh. would just say I would just say that he wasn't extremely impressed with his teammates going forward. This is what I'm going to win the championship with. Am I reading way too much into Kevin Durant <laughs> leaving the bench? Yes, yes, I am. But does he have enough to win a championship beside him? No, no, he doesn't. He requested a trade last offseason, and I think Fred, as a guy who was a you know not quite the lead guard on a championship team, was a big part of that championship mm-hmm. team, and in the end. And has only gotten better, and has been playing really, really well recently. But who are the Nets going to trade for Fred VanVleet now? Especially that Dinwiddie can't be packaged with other players. Yeah, that's in a, a problem. Potential deal. Well, number one is that pick. They have to just forward that pick that they got from the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, it's a pretty solid pick, an unprotected first round pick. In the future, <laughs> yeah, it's a long time from yeah, now. Yeah, uh, and it's a t- it's tough. You're you're right. It's tough because the like, it seems the, like the Raps want to win. Trade Nick Claxton at this point, they, <laughs> they probably shouldn't. shouldn't. Yeah, no, they shouldn't. He's we, <laughs> right. we didn't mention him, but he looks like a guy that Kevin Durant needs and wants to play with. No, you can't do that. Right. If you want to keep Kevin, and Durant I'm assuming around. from the Raptors side of things, if they're like re- realistically d- d- deciding to trade Van Vliet and they're looking at the Nets as a trade partner, they're going, okay, Claxton, Cam Thomas, you know. Outside of like a huge Kevin Durant package, yeah, or, like outside yeah. of that, which I don't think's happening. And it's above our uh, our pay grade and above our brain grade to get the three team trades involved. But I think the Nets getting involved with with another third team that would potentially trade another asset to the Raps with that pick for Fred going to, to Brooklyn makes some sort of sense. I think it's Fred. Okay, you think it's Fred Van Vliet, biggest name traded at the deadline? Bet on yourself. Who are you going, TK? Kyrie Irving. <laughs> wow, that's bold. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're getting another all-star traded. Another all-star starter traded. Uh, and I actually got I got Gary over Fred. Gary over Fred. I got Gary over Fred. <laughs> Gary over Fred's and, over OG. And I got an OG right in the middle. Oh, Gary, Gary and Fred. to OG to Fred. Yeah, who knows? Gary Trent Jr., he can be coming uh, a free agent in the offseason. Teams need shooting. And he's a clutch client. So all those things add up together. It makes me think mm. trades are in the offing, especially if we're seeing the Lakers aren't interested in, well, I mean, I guess they technically offered their two first-round picks, but they would much rather do one first-round pick, and maybe you could get a Gary for one pick. Okay. Yep. Let's not forget about John Collins. 
I, I kind of did, actually. I kind of did I for totally days in the did. mix. I think I, I wanted know, I to think mention I still, him. I'm just trying to speak it into existence that John Collins finally gets moved here at the deadline. It's been talked about for so long that yeah. we've forgotten about him to yeah. some degree. He's fourth on the athletics trade deadline big board. Uh, as the uh, Who's one, two, three? Oge, yeah. OG, Kyle Kuzma, and Fred. Okay. One, two, three. And, Three. and we've Collins. named a bunch of them. There's 25 names on this board. Throughout this show, we've named a bunch of them. We haven't named Boyan Bogdanovich, huh? a shooter, that, as you said. Sure, sure. Everybody wants mm-hmm. the shooter. Still looking good. Uh, he's trying to guard the team's best players at times. He's Where's Eric he's Gordon doable. on that list? Uh, he's got he's to be top 15. We got I was in- going to say 10, but I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know wow. He's not in Do we got infinite scrolling on this board? Because yeah. I'm not seeing he, he him. He may not even make it. Eric Gordon's getting traded. Eric though. Gordon, yeah. It's kind of like John no, we got to save Eric Gordon, man. It's, he's got to get out of there. He's <laughs> not on this board. Oh, wow. Is Kevin Durant getting traded? That's the no. other big name that's a possibility. I don't believe so. I don't think so. Just because he signed for so long, they'll say... You're sticking I around, I think you but... just, like, yeah, just the idea. He's just coming back from injury. I think he's actually getting checked by doctors today. Maybe that's where he had to get out early yesterday. Yeah, maybe, but um, he's also turning, in. He's turning 35 in September, requested a trade. They got to – I well, think yeah, they have to do something. I, no, I'm going to say he's going to come back from injury. They have a new team. They do have a like, – we, we, we've talked ourselves into a pretty good defensive-minded team to yeah. possibly surround uh, Kevin Durant. And, hey, it helped out that uh, Cam Thomas is looking, you know, very explosive right now. I just think they give it a go here. Whatever happens, wherever they, you know, if they play the Cavs in the first round, beat them, lose, who knows. I think we explore the Kevin Durant trade in the offseason, not here in the next 50 hours. That's what my gut says. Alec Burks is on the list. <laughs> Alec Burks. Alec Burks? <laughs> you forgot Over about Eric Alec Gordon? Burks? Mm-hmm. Come on. Alec Burks, the modern-day Eric Gordon. <laughs> All right. You tell us, true, look actually. into your crystal ball, who's going to be the biggest name traded at the deadline. Buddy Heald's still on this list. Mm. Sorry, I'm just scrolling. Are Miles still on there? Or not anymore? <laughs> nah. No? Okay. He was once one on this big board. He was first, I remember. <laughs> this big board's great. I love spreadsheets. Was Go Kyrie on. Irving ever on the big board? I don't think so. No, no. Hey, that happened quickly, though. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey, trade me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's on there. Who? Quickly. <laughs> Six. You son of a... They shouldn't trade him. Uh, okay. He's got a lot of heart. Yeah, he's on there. 11th. Josh. Harton? Oh, Josh Harton. <laughs> Josh Harton? Hartenstein. <laughs> Josh Hartenstein. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Pick'em results last night. Clippers Nets. I had the Nets. I said, this is a classic guys being dudes game. You watch. They're going to cover. And they nearly did. They actually could have shot it at the end, right? Would have been a real backdoor cover for me. They were down eight points. 
That's seven seconds left. That would have been Devin Booker going for a sixty. Roman ad read. What's going on here? I love it. No, we need this one. Um, but you guys got it. Stupid Clippers covering. <laughs> Killed it. Can't believe it. We've been hitting the copyright with our other song. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's Way what's better. going on. Beat I was so confused. Beat wow, me, that, our pick'em song is gone. I'm getting it's, rid of it. Can we get a new yeah. one though? Can we find something new? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just auditioning different. I'm just like, yeah. I gotta tell people. You don't 10% like off. I know. Put in the promo code No Dunks. Let them know we sent you. I thought you get rock that. hard for Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find something else. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. All right, let's test them out. Okay, last night, Clippers, Nets. That's not bad. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely don't have the right for this one, but uh, let's but see what let's happens. See if we let's get see what happens. Yeah. But isn't the, so this isn't uh, copyright free. The NFL theme song on Fox. The NFL on Fox theme song. song no, is, this this is like I know, I know, oh. but I'm saying. This should all just be copyright. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, these are an- this is an anthem. Exactly. This is yeah. a public domain in Canada. I don't mind this, but the problem is, every public time domain. you play this, we're going to start naming old goalies. <laughs> so, we're going to hear Darren yeah. Poopa's name said a million times. I used John the- Van Wiesbrook. I was going to say. <laughs> John Van Beesbrook. That's my go-to, man. Somebody's going to say Ron Tugnut. <laughs> it's going to be you. Especially when it's a Ron. Uh, I might say Tom Barrasso. <laughs> I might. Say. Hey, good win for you, Clippers. Good win for you, Clippers. Uh, I'm one and three. Let's get to tonight's game. Where are we going? We're going off the goalie like post. We're going to what Pittsburgh. Is- <laughs> Avalanche Penguins. Yeah. The line. I imagine this is the line for every hockey match. One and a half. Oh, no. It can be a 0.5. Come on. <laughs> Joe Sackick and Peter Forsberg lining up. Uh, nope. Nope. Literally every line is one and a half for what? every game tonight. That's wild. Yeah, because you're down one, you got to pull the goalie. You got to make things happen. So then it's two. That's amazing. The goalie is being pulled a lot more often oh, yeah. in, in NHL yeah, hockey. Yeah. All right. You've never been this deep into the song. Oh, yeah, it's like, this is the same song. Oh, this, it is. I thought you switched it. Yeah. <laughs> this is Hockey Night in Canada. No one even knew this part existed. The only show that will get to the end of Hockey Night in Canada is no doubt. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're doing the LeBron game. Why the heck All right. not? All right, what's the line? As big a line as a hockey game. <laughs> Seven and a That's half. That's a football line, baby. That is huge. It is a football what's line. What's the Super Bowl line? I think it's tight. Yeah, it should be. I think yeah. it's like one and a half or something. Oh. Yeah. Trey thinks the Los Angeles Lakers will win by a touchdown with the <laughs> two extra point. What am I saying? Two-point conversion. Two-point yeah. conversion. Going for two. <laughs> two-point two conversion. Late. Hey, yeah. bet on the safety, man. Bet on the safety. Oh, you saw that kicker from Dallas. <laughs> Missed four extra points in a game. You can't risk it. That's right. In a LeBron game like this. Uh, LeBron losing the night he breaks Kareem's record? Come on. Hey, do you know what Super Bowl number we're at? 52? <laughs> no. 54? No. I don't know why I'm laughing. I just said it funny that nobody knows. 69. Fif- no. Oh, jeez, that'd be real nice. Uh, 57. Do you... <laughs> Crazy. Line is one and a half. You know, the the last eight coin flip winners have lost the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, now that's interesting. (laughs) Wow. That's a stat. Uh, I think it's eight. Does it annoy you that the odds for the coin toss are not 50-50 in your books out there? What? 
you know, it's not uh, it's not a 50-50 like payout. Why is it not? <laughs> That's weird. Because they're they're dirks. They want to take our money. <laughs> what are the Your odds? Well, I don't know. It's like whatever. It's like close. Let me look it up. Which one's the favorite? <laughs> Which is heavier. Uh, I think uh, Heads is on a run, isn't it? <laughs> heads is on a run, yeah. They got Point a winning flips, streak. They've been playing really well. Uh, <laughs> would you ever buy heads the commemorative coin from a Super Bowl? Let's say the Bills win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no. Would you order? <laughs> no, no way. No? No. No, come no. on. I got, I got very few questions to ask about a coin, so I don't unless, know if you're getting close on I'm the trying flip. To unless it. it costs as much as the Od- actual odds, coin. No. Odds on each side, minus 105. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. That's gambling. I know, but <laughs> you're going to gamble on a hundred other things. Bring us in with at least a 50-50 chance on it, on the payout, and then we'll, we'll put all the money into other just things. bet your Uncle Jim, and, and then They're you, making, you're in this, on it. Look at this. The, the athletic. Jim. The athletic. Breaking it down. Sports books. They make 2.3 2.3. What am I trying to say? 2.3. <laughs> Hold on. 2.3? I'm having a stroke. Two point three eight percent profit on that flip on coins. Yeah, that's everything's nuts. inflated. Wow, wow. Will the Chiefs choose heads or tails? <laughs> Trivia okay. question: We've who, gone too who flipped far. the coin last year? Woman legend sports. Woman legend sports. <laughs> Jackie Joyner, Kersey. No. Martina Navratilova. Very close. Steffi Graf. No. Uh, Billie Jean. Yeah. Dominique Dawes. It was Billie Jean, I believe. Billie Jean King? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay. All right. What were we doing here? Oh, yeah. Tweet of the night time. <laughs> mm. Tweet of the night. Wow. Twitter. Luckily, we've had enough fun for today, so this is a very serious question as the tweet comes through from Brady Klopfer. Okay. <laughs> very serious question. You think LeBron James owns a basketball <laughs> pump, or do you think when one of his basketballs loses air, he just uses a new one? Really makes you think, you know? <laughs> Guy's got a Nike deal, obviously. His shoes start wearing out. Give me a new pair of LeBrons to wear. That's a no-doubter. Yeah, that's for sure, but I think he has a pump. You think he's got a pump? Yeah, he has got it in pump. the garage. Yeah. You think he pumps his own basketballs? Yeah. No way. No way. It makes, it, makes the kids do it. Ah, uh, yeah. You want to shoot, kids. you yeah, got yeah, a yeah, pump. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's right, but he has a pump. They don't have like he doesn't have hundreds of balls. Well, what? Garage. Well, you think like at his house he has hundreds of basketballs? I'll take over ten basketballs. Okay, maybe yes. House. I was thinking hundreds though. I don't know why. <laughs> hundreds. Hey, you guys want to flip a coin? See who wins uh, the coin toss in the Super Bowl? Do it now. Uh, I'll be the house. Do it live. I'll just uh, I'll take two point three eight percent. That's smart. Jesus. All right. Come uh, on. It's gonna be tails. All right, come it's on over tails. to me. Everyone knows. Get on me there, Ashwa. Here we go. Can you see that? Here we go. Yeah, We're gonna flip this up. Oh, let's get the audio. I think it's sort of fun. All right. Love Jack this. This is a great app. Our guy uh, Ken uh, told us about this app years ago. It's called Coin Flipper. <laughs> he uses it. Anytime, like a simple decision needs to be made, right? You know, like what are we, what are we eating tonight? Pizza or um, you know Thai food? And nobody can decide. He's like, all right, let's let the coin decide. Here we go. What are you calling? Tails. You got heads, okay? Yeah, I'm comfortable with that. Oh, 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 oh. Tails. I'm gonna win the Super Bowl. Woo! Congrats. You want to defer or do you want to oh, receive? No, we want the ball. We're going to win. <laughs> which end you want to go? We're in a dome. Doesn't uh, really matter. Which way is Mahomes facing? 
my my homes. Uh, I am uh, <laughs> north, I guess. Yeah, from here. I'm going so north. Far. <laughs> <laughs> so far in the SoFi Stadium. It's not there. It's not. No, it was That's, last that year. That was Royal Rumble. <laughs> that was last year, wasn't it? Phoenix are there. It's, it's in SoFi Stadium. It's in Phoenix. Come on, isn't it? They always it's play in Glendale, in man. They have to. I thought it was in Glendale. I thought you, you don't know State what Super Farm Bowl Stadium. number it is. State Farm, it's in Glendale. It's in Atlanta. It's down the street. So if I was last year, because mm. the uh, they were home team, that was rare. That was rare. Yeah. That was yeah. rare. That was, yeah, that was rare. Doctor Dre was playing at home. Remember? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, it was in it was in California, and Dre was the halftime show. Doctor Dre, I said Doctor J. He definitely said Doctor J. Yes, he did. Play the tape. I was like, what? Doctor J was there? What? What? Crown Royal? Don't marry J. Oblige these people. I think he said Doctor J. I heard Dre. Really? Wow. All right. Maybe we got basketball on the mind. We are playing Glendale. Who would have Who would have thunk it? Yeah, yeah. They've played there a couple times. Oh yeah, it's that's beautiful the uh, weather. stadium that the uh, grass like retracts out. I think they take it like it's like on a thing that literally like beneath the stadium goes out. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Removable grass. Yeah. So they can get it outside, get more sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> take the grass for a walk. I'm pretty sure that's. <laughs> pretty sure that's take part the of grass the... to the grass park. <laughs> Touch grass, man. <laughs> All right, let's call it there. Thanks for joining us live. We really appreciate it. Hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks. Get your tickets to our No Dunks live show for more of this nonsense in front of a live audience there at the Urban Lounge on Friday, February 17th, 8 p.m. local time. There's a link in the show notes. Whether you listen to the podcast on whatever platform you download the show or there on YouTube. Come hang with us. It'll be a blast. Uh, we are back tomorrow unless there's an emergency podcast. You said there would be today. You think there's going to be one on a Tuesday here. You know, maybe not a big trade, but you think there'll be a trade. Just because there aren't enough sellers out there, the buyers got to make offers. I'm just buying into what the Mavs did. They said, we're not waiting. Let's put our best offer forth. It happened. So I'm I'm guessing that the sellers will get enough bites to pull a trigger here. Okay. Okay. Well, let's hopefully uh, we get a trade today. And if it's juicy enough, we'll jump on and do an emergency podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow morning. At 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, maybe talking about LeBron being the NBA's all-time scoring leader. Uh, There's like five other games on as well. We'll break down those, and we'll slop it up. We'll do some NBA trade rumors and get into it all. Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, just because a player's name is trending doesn't mean he was traded what i'm seeing here wiseman simmons dyson all trending but are they trending they're trending for me i'm not i'm not seeing them as actual trends they're trending for me you know yeah hate it one of my trends just says mitch (laughs) 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 what 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 a mystery yeah did mitch trubisky get released by the pittsburgh steelers could be mitch richmond i doubt any other Mitches you know? I'm seeing three separate Mitches. <laughs> there was a Mitch on Love Connell, Island. Richmond. Oh. Moreland. <laughs> Could be anyone. Life's a Mitch. <laughs> Life's a Mitch and then you die. Embrace the day, people.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.